0: by 2 check check by 2 wayradioscom recorded all this live rock hill south carolina it's the two-way radio show welcome to the two-way radio show. I'm Rick Savoya.
1: I'm Danny Feemster, And
0: I'm Anthony Roquet. And this is the podcast about two-way radios for business and consumer communications. Today we'll tell you about the new KG905G GMRS two-way radio. We'll compare it with the extremely popular KG805G and discuss which of these two models may be the better choice. We'll also talk about the new President Randy FCC handheld CB radio and take some of your comments and questions from our blog and our forum at twowayradioforum.com. Our show is sponsored by buytwo-wayradios.com, the source of two-way radios and radio accessories for businesses and consumers since 2002. Enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. buytwo-wayradios.com. your radio specialist. Ocean is changing the game for GMRS radios. Last year, it was the professional-grade KG805G. Then they introduced a groundbreaking mobile radio, the KG1000G. Now, they have a brand-new model that may just top any other GMRS handheld radio ever made. It's the Ocean
1: KG905G. Yeah, we are, we are super excited about the KG905G. It's, uh, what I think, uh, it's the best handheld GMRS radio available, uh, now. Um, there are, uh, a few things that set it apart from the KG805G. Um, I mean, the 805G is extremely popular handheld radio. We, we didn't want to lose a whole lot that the 805G had. So that was kind of our starting point. And we thought, ah, what are customers telling us they would like to see in an 805G? And that's what we looked for when working with Wuxian to build the 905. Um, and I think the first thing customers are going to notice when they see the KG905G is the look of the radio. I think um, it's – I call it a more modern look. I know Rick likes uh, – maybe prefers the term contemporary look um, <laughs> because – the. I mean, 805G isn't from ancient Rome or anything. I get that. <laughs> but I think the the KG905G does have um, a better look to it, an overall style than the 805. And the display um, certainly looks nicer. It's a larger display. It's a uh, backlit LED display with, um, I guess, uh, more resolution on the text that can be shown So right away when you look at the radio, it it looks strikingly different, don't you think?
0: I agree. Uh, As a matter of fact, I was comparing images of the two yesterday, and I really didn't give it much thought at first, but then looking at the two radios side by side, the 805G and the 905G, um, obviously there's a striking difference between the two, but the display does look nicer and... It, it yeah it does have a more i guess the the word i'm looking for is a even more professional look and feel to it than the 805 which is nothing against the 805 it just uh, looks a little more of of it lo- just it looks a little more than the 805 does i guess I don't
1: know how yeah, else to I, put I it. agree with you. And when you hold the 905G, it, it has, uh, again, I, I, I know we're going to probably say this over and over, but taking nothing away from the 805G. The 805 is a, a fantastic radio. It's a business quality radio. There's, uh, it's, it's a fine choice and it's not going away. We're going to continue to sell the 805G. And I think it will be a better seller than the 905G, most likely, because it's less expensive and still has a ton of features but um the 905 is a more durable feeling radio and looks more like a current model business radio i think yeah that's
2: that's what i was getting ready to to uh, chime in and say the i was playing with one yesterday and it's very similar look and feel to a An older, major brand radio we used to sell without saying the model number and brand. It feels like a true business-grade radio. Um, The weight, uh, lots of things about it, reminds me of this radio. Um, And uh, I, I think this is more for... Is more for like a serious, the serious type GMRS user that is, um, you know, wanting something a lot more durable, heavier feel, you know, IP66 rated radio.
1: Yeah, I think that IP66 rating for the waterproofing is probably the best reason to go with a 905G over an 805G. Being uh, more waterproof, um, I, I think that, like you're saying, adds to a lot of the the durability feel of the radio. Like there, there's uh, rubberized, uh, there, there's rubber around the um, connector for the for the audio accessories. There's um, the battery terminals are rubberized. The accessory cover screws down. It's a more like watertight feel with the radio, and I think that what they had to do to make it waterproof contributes a lot to the more durable feeling. uh, Well, even that,
2: even the the knobs up top for the channel selection and the power on and volume, they are a. um, I talked to somebody. You know about this radio, and and, and they're a little bit—I don't want to say stiffer. Yeah, to, they're uh, a little more
1: firm. They—they're harder yeah, to turn,
2: which I like. I like that a lot, and I think because um, that'll help eliminate you know inadvertently turning the radio down or changing a channel or, or whatever the case is. But I think, I mean, that all comes from the waterproofing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they—they they make sure that this thing is is. Sealed like Fort Knox, and um, that's going to come with that. Um, so if you if you get one of these and you go, oh, this is a little bit different than the eight hundred five G, that is why. That's that's one of the major contributing factors to that. Which and, and like I said, I like that. I like that it's uh, um, not easily changed
1: or there. The, it is a lot more firm. Uh, there's one more physical feature of this radio that I want to talk about, and it's the battery capacity. It's mm-hmm. a larger battery on the 905 than the 805G. It's a 2600 milliamp lithium ion battery. And I've actually done a lot of testing with this battery. And from a full charge the the radio will last over fifty hours on standby in my wow. test. It got just over fifty hours, um, and on scan running constantly on scan, uh, the battery lasted for over twenty eight hours. Wow! In my test, so that's that's pretty good, I would say on uh, battery life. I, I don't feel like. Um, people are going to see those numbers and think, Oh, I need to get a spare battery or I need to uh, buy the upgraded battery. Cause that, that's plenty of life. Was that uh, stopped when you were on scan? Was that, uh,
2: were you picking up any traffic, especially from, I mean, I know you're out in the country, so were you able to pick up any repeater traffic or, uh, anything like that from local repeaters? Was it stopping? Yeah. That, was it- that
1: repeater, uh, up on Crowder's mountain is the one that I get really, really well from here. And, um, it has uh, certain times of the day where it's pretty popular. Right. I would say like in the evening, five to nine. And uh, I also did my test over the weekend. So like on a, a Saturday, um, it was very, very busy. So I probably could have gotten a little more life out of it if I had uh, chosen to do it during the week uh, instead of on a weekend. Because it it was pretty busy as far as receiving. Excellent. That's awesome. That's That's – Um, I mean,
2: just because there's people that just monitor, you know, there's people that just want to listen and that's, that's pretty, uh, outstanding. If you ask me,
0: that's a lot of what I do with GMRS uh, is that I'll turn the radio on and, and I'll use the radios from time to time if I need them. But most of the time I'm just listening to what's going on. And we have some active, we have some very active GMRS channels, uh, in, in my area because I'm actually nearby a, you know, major retail area and there it's amazing just how many of these stores, these shops are using, uh, FRS radios. And, uh, because FRS and GMRS are sharing those,
1: those channels, I'll pick all that stuff up on, on GMRS. Oh, wow. So you're getting a lot of simplex traffic in your area. I I get none of that where I'm at. Well, I get
0: some repeater traffic too, because there are a couple of repeaters nearby that oh, it, sure. that, sure. that I pick up a lot of traffic on, but I'll get a lot of simplex traffic, yeah. Now with the battery and the uh waterproofing, that really and, and of course the display, the display is so nice, that really gives this radio a a great uh great professional look and feel. But it's not just the um, aesthetics of this radio that we have really to talk about. It's the features. I mean, there's some really interesting features in this radio that I think are definitely worth exploring.
1: Yeah. I think we covered the physical differences between the 905G and the 805G pretty well, but there are also, like you said, some feature differences in the radio. And, the biggest change, well, I guess it's debatable what the biggest change is, but what I think is the biggest change is the number of channels and the group mode functions. Yeah. Um, that's probably the first thing most people are going to notice is that the channels are numbered slightly differently. If you're just scrolling through the channels, it's going to uh look like any other radio. The, the channels are named GMRS one through GMRS 22. And then the repeater channels, but uh, the radio itself is broken into groups. So up above the channel name, you see a channel number and a group number. And that's the internal channel and group number. So what that allows you to do is separate your channels into different groups. GMRS power users that do traveling to different areas um, like to have their channels set up for the area that they're in. Like when I go to this city, I use these uh these different channels or these GMRS channels or these repeaters, and they'll have them configured with the tone um, and that sort of thing already. Mm-hmm. So you can, um, there's a radio breaks the channels down into 16 groups of 16 channels each for a total of 256 channels. So if you go to a different city, you can already have a channel group for that city where you've got your repeater bank or your simplex frequencies that you use while you're at that city or that event. Um, and uh, it it's, can be good to go for you right out of the box.
0: So having 256 memory channels here, now I mean, we're, we're talking memory channels, this aside from the, you know, you have the 22 GMRS channels that are pre-programmed plus the the eight repeater channels, but we're talking a total of 256 memory channels that can be customized in this radio, and that's, that's a lot of memory channels, and that's more than what the 805 had, but... We're not just talking about a large number of memory channels for flexibility, but we're also talking about, we also have this new feature called group mode. And and this is what really interests me. I don't think there is uh, another GMRS radio out there that has this particular feature. This is very unique to GMRS. Don't you think so?
1: Yeah, I don't know of another uh, GMRS radio that has this. This is a, a feature that you you see in some business radios, but I thought that it would be useful for um, a certain group of GMRS users. Uh, th- those that travel, I think, are really going to like this. But I do realize that's only a small percentage of the overall GMRS radio users out there. Most people buying this radio probably aren't going to care about channels and groups there are going to be some people that really, really love the channels and group feature. But that's why when, when we were designing this radio, we really had to work hard to make sure that this feature is invisible <laughs> for people that don't care about it. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it, and it, I think we did a good job at that. If you just turn the radio on and you scroll through the channels – you don't really have to worry about switching groups, or that just kind of happens behind the scenes, unless you know what you're doing, unless you've assigned a side key to to change groups. Um, you don't really have to deal with it, and the channel names that you see are are the channel numbers that you're used to seeing. And those channel names
0: are customizable, by the way.
1: Yeah, I think you have seven characters. Uh, eight to work uh, with. Is it seven or eight? It's eight. Eight. It's okay. Eight. You talked me into it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Aside from that, now you have the CTCSS and DCS codes and all that, but you also have something I think a lot of GMRS users will really like, uh, and that is a CTCSS-DCS scan on this radio.
1: Yeah, we hear occasionally from people that, that have the 805G that want a tone scan feature. And I'm glad we were able to get that into the 905G mm-hmm. because it's, it's, it is missing on the 805G. It's not something a lot of people are going to use, but if you're out in the field and you hear a simplex or a repeater transmission, not knowing what tone they're on can make it complicated to communicate, um, with that other individual. So having tone scan, you can have the radio kind of scan for what tone is coming across with that signal so that you can, um, automatically have it filled in and and you can communicate with them
0: okay so you can uh set the radio power and the bandwidth directly through the radio menu right off the bat so you don't have to program uh, that in with software that's uh that's a nice feature um, and- I,
1: yeah I, i'm th- that was a little more involved than you would think the the 805 g it's software limited like it, mm-hmm. the software is what allows it to Stay within the FCC rules for bandwidth and power, so we had to remove those options from the radio menu. Because if you went to a low power channel and you had the menu allowed you to change it to high power, you would be breaking the rules. So it's uh, the software that that enforces that. With the 905G, the firmware on the radio does all that, so you can actually in the menu on the 905G change the the power to high on a low-power channel. But when you press the talk button on that channel, it'll just switch it back automatically. <laughs> the radio is, it knows, oh, you can't do that. And there's also a reset
0: option on this radio, which uh, I, I guess uh, a lot of GMRS fans wanted to see in these, uh, a reset function, which basically just kind of resets the radio without without really doing anything I mean, it, it resets the radio to its factory default settings from right out of the box.
1: Yeah, that I'm a little nervous about that one because it, if you've made changes to settings or channels and things, if you use reset, they're all gone. There's mm-hmm. no getting that back. But um, it probably does make sense to have that if people want it.
0: Now, the only thing that I, I, I'm i really kind of concerned about this radio now, I'm I'm a big fan of the 805G. Because I have the 805G, I have the 805F, we have the 805 MERS radios here, and all of those accessories are cross compatible with each other because it's all part of the same 805 series. In addition to that, those accessories are compatible with some other ocean radios that are out there too. You know, if you already have uh, some of those other models uh, for the ham radios, you can use those as well for the 805 series. But this is a little bit different. Of a situation with the 905G. Uh, now it does share some accessories with uh, with another ham radio. That would be the um, KGUV8H, correct? But it really doesn't. Well, have- no,
1: no. It, it uh, we maintain compatibility uh, for with the 805 for antennas, programming cables, and audio accessories. Where okay, we that's don't true. have. That's compa- true. Where where we don't have compatibility is with the battery accessories. The, right, the that's nine oh five. The nine hundred five uses a different battery than the eight hundred five G, and it, it shares battery compatibility with the KGUV eight H amateur radio. So if you have a battery eliminator or double A battery pack or um, extra batteries for the eight hundred five, they will not work with the nine hundred five. You have to get special 905 battery accessories but that, that does enable the larger capacity batteries a, a 3200 milliamp battery is available um, like that's a super high capacity battery if, if you're looking for an upgrade
0: but all the other accessories the audio accessories antennas things like that should should be just fine they should be cross compatible correct. correct so having said all that what's your overall assessment of the 905g and and let's let's take a moment to compare this with the 805g because we have had uh we have had people looking at the 805g wanting to buy one or have ordered one and then the 905g has come right out and they're saying oh wow you know I've just, I just I'm I'm going to get this other radio do I have to ditch this and get a 905g uh, and that's not that's not really the case at all because this isn't really replacing the 805G, not not by a long shot. This is really to complement the 805G, and it, it's actually for you know for those who are are really really
1: power users.
0: So I, I, I let's well, talk about I, that a little see bit. It,
1: I I think of it like it's it's giving you another choice. You know. Mm-hmm. On uh, you know many things that you buy, you have. Uh, Do I want to spend a little more and get some more features? And that's that's kind of what the nine hundred five G is. And I think that uh, it's debatable, and we should probably discuss um, two questions. If you don't already have a radio, which one should you get, the eight hundred five or the nine hundred five? Good question. And then if you've got an eight hundred five, is it worth upgrading to the nine hundred five? Another good and- question. Yeah, right. And I think that I, there are two different answers there for me, and I'm curious to get uh, both of your takes. Uh, for me, I would say if you don't have a radio at all, the things you've got to look at are there's a $20 price difference. The 905G, uh, it retails for 109 whereas the 805G is eighty nine ninety nine. So for an extra $20, What the 905 gives you is the IP66 waterproofing, the um, nicer screen and debatably nicer look and the larger battery. So I think it really comes down to those things for most people. And if, you were thinking about getting a higher capacity battery with the 805, then it makes more sense to get the 905 because it includes the, the high capacity battery. If you're going to be in a serious rainstorm with your radio or you want to be prepared for that, I think the 905 makes sense. Now, if you have an 805G already, would I upgrade to a 905G? Um, the answer is probably no. Because the performance of the radio is the same. The 905G and the 805G are both 5-watt radios. They both have the super heterodyne receiver. Um, So there's no advantage performance-wise to going from an 805 to a 905. So unless there's some compelling feature in the 905 that you've been wishing uh, repeatedly the 805 had I would stick with the 805 if I'm being honest because um the the 905 doesn't really give you any advantage performance wise and I mean there are some things like if, if you really want that group mode or if you um really need waterproofing those are a couple of things that um may compel someone to upgrade but um for for most people, I would say it's not worth it. What do you think?
0: I have my thoughts, but I want to hear what Anthony has to say about this first because I'm really curious how he takes these two.
2: Well, I mean, I kind of compare it to when I'm dealing with someone that calls asking about business radios. I mean, we've got, you know, on our business side you know, I always try, I always feel the customer out for, you know, okay, what's your application? If they come in here and they tell me, oh, we we're a construction crew and okay, what kind of construction do you, well, we're solely outside and we're, we work rain or shine, you know, well, I'm not going to put you on a non-waterproof radio. I mean, ultimately, if your if your budget doesn't support buying a waterproof radio, which you're going to pay more for that feature, um, that's that's up to the to the end user. But uh, I think for you know, in the same sense here, you know, if you are um, out riding four wheelers or riding side by sides, or you are um, you're, you're mounting this to your motorcycle, hiking, fishing, what, a uh, it's a no brainer to go with the, 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 fully waterproof radio. Um, there's not much, and I want a higher capacity, but if I'm out in the elements, if I'm out hiking, I want, you know, Danny already told you what he got on this battery life. I want something that when I turn it on, it's going to work. Um, and being out in those elements, who knows what's going to happen? I've been, I've hiked out in Crowders before and it's been sunny. And then, you know, the wind blows and oh, we got, uh, I'm, I'm caught in a downpour. Um, and I want my radio to work, um, in those elements. I think if you're just buying a, a radio to keep on your, um, to use around the house, to, just monitor repeaters. You know, you want to. You know, I've got several. I've talked to several people that that's what they do. They have that radio sitting on a desk, on a coffee table, whatever. I've I've talked to several people that use GMRS radios solely for the purpose of monitoring. They just want to listen. They don't necessarily want to talk. They just want to listen and and hear traffic that's coming about. If, if that's what you're doing, the 805G is perfect for that. Um, I think it ultimately comes down to uh, the user themselves. Do I think if you bought an 805G and, you know, the newest and greatest thing came out, it's like me with iPhones. I've got an iPhone 11. Well, iPhone 12 came out four months later and it's got an extra camera. Do I need the extra camera? No, I don't take selfies. I don't record. I don't. Very seldom do I take a picture, so it's not worth. Oh, I'm going to go. I need to go get the best thing. No, it's it doesn't come down to that for me. Um, I mean, I think it's uh, me personally. You know, uh, I I love the way this nine hundred five feels. It feels. It's the radio is a great, great feeling radio. Um, And um, ultimately, I think it just comes down to the end user. Of course, you know they call if they're. If they want to know the pros and cons, call us. You know, we'll and listen to the podcast and, and check out our videos and reviews. Um, I think uh, I think those will definitely help you on your 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 choices.
0: I I tend to agree with you somewhat on that, Anthony. Uh, I would like to add, personally myself, uh, the KG nine hundred five G. No doubt, would be really really nice to have, but personally the k g eight o five g does just fits my needs just fine because I'm not as I'm a little more sedentary than, say, you know, somebody's out running dirt bikes or on on the trail or something. But I do get out and about sometimes with the radios, but I'm not as worried about the waterproofing issue uh, in that respect. Now, keep in mind that the k g eight zero five g, is still ip55 water resistant so you know you can run around in the rain with it a little bit and it should be fine but i also think in terms of battery power uh, i don't really see that as a reason alone to go out and get a 905g and the reason is because that the 805g also has a battery upgrade available to it a 2600 milliamp battery upgrade available to it that uh Uh, that I can always buy one of those, and if I just want a bigger battery, I can just stick the bigger battery on. So I'm not really too worried about any of those aspects. Now, I don't really use the group uh, modes myself, and the CTCSS and DCS Tone Scan is a nice feature, definitely is, and I could see where it could be uh, very useful in some aspects or in, in some situations. But personally, I think... The five g is is just going to serve my general purposes uh, just fine. So I'm not really uh, I'm not really all that concerned about just going out and getting the latest and greatest thing. I mean, I mean there are some people that just want it, and that's fine. Uh, and if one of these days maybe if I you know I I might need a KG 905G, I'll, I'll just go out and get one. Or but but for right now, it does the 805G does what I need it to do. And I'm, I'm fine with that.
1: There are a couple of things uh, that we probably need to mention that the 805 has that the 905 does not have. Um, there are a couple, there aren't many, but there are a couple of those things that I think the most important is the FM radio. That's not important to um, a lot of people, but some people I have heard from do listen to the FM radio on their 805G. So um if that's important to you, the 805G is a clear choice because it's not an option on the 905. Um, also, companding is not available on the 905. That is a feature that we see used primarily on business radios, and I haven't ever heard anyone saying they use that on a GMRS radio, so it, it didn't seem like that big of a deal to us that it wasn't available in the, the 905 hardware. Um mm-hmm. uh, but uh, that's another thing to consider. So the FM radio and companding are two things that the 805G has that the 905G doesn't.
0: All right. Well, um, I think overall, uh, I guess we can kind of agree, each has its place. The 805G and the 905G, each, each has its function, uh, each has its usefulness and its place in the market. Um, so I think really, the 805. I think the 805 will still be the most popular model. Okay. Well, we have another radio to talk about here too. This one's kind of exciting, also. It's a little unusual, I think, uh, especially in in this uh, day and age where we seem to have a lot of people migrating from CB to uh, GMRS. But that's another topic entirely for another show. But we have another radio that, that's pretty intriguing uh, Anthony I think you've got the goods on this one
2: what are we talking about here so this is the president Randy FCCCB CB radio um, I happened to call uh, the folks down at president to discuss something and, and he said hey why do you not have this Randy on your website I I it was the first I'd heard of it. Uh, it's, it's a it's a fairly new radio from them. You know they they do a lot of the mobile applications with their uh, president named themed CB radios, and they came out with a handheld four watt CB radio. And I pulled it up, and I was like, I I, I, I mean, the first thing I did is I immediately emailed uh Rick and 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 Danny on the side. We got to get this thing on the site. We got to get these in the house. This thing is is great. Um I think the thing that really caught my attention was the size of it. Uh we we've sold some handheld CBs, but they're traditionally really bulky radios. Some of them are um, like bricks. <laughs> they, they they do. They look like um Danny was in the office last week. We were talking about those things are kind of like the old um like a 1980s radio. Yeah, they just they're tall and um they they remind me of the old radios that the the military used to carry, you know, where you got to have a backpack and
1: somebody, you know, helping you hold this thing up. Um yeah, we're talking about the the Cobra and the Uniden models and those, those right. things take Nine double A batteries.
0: Yeah, nine. Oh, massive. The only thing and those things are missing are the are the little cranks. How you know in the military you used to have to crank up the radio to get the
2: power going for you, right? Uh,
0: almost <laughs> big
2: enough.
1: You, you could almost put a solar panel
2: on those things to, to charge them up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, by the time you add the uh, um, the antenna to it, I mean you've got you're walking around with like a yardstick. Uh so <laughs> it's uh this thing measures just the radio body just just a hair south of, of six inches tall. So to give you an idea, um the unit in model, it's it's about seven inches tall. Mm-hmm. Um weight wise about a half a pound on the uh on the um on the unit in model. And this one comes in with the lithium, and here—that's the kicker—lithium battery, lithium battery. Now that's new. Um, well, who's got time to throw in uh, double A's all the time? Yeah, you, you know, go through no, them
1: real nobody, quick. Nobody, nobody wants to deal with nine double A batteries every time they uh, they need. I them. don't. That's uh, what they're. Or even being. with
0: the rechargeable, even the rechargeable batteries in the past have all been NIMS. Uh, nickel metal hydride batteries, right? Uh,
2: so this is this is definitely new
0: lithium ion. It is. It's, it's,
2: you, know, it's um, you know it's got the four it's got your forty standard CB radio channels in it. It's it's four watts of power. Um, it's got your you know we mentioned the the lithium battery. It's got um, NOAA weather channels in it yeah that's cool that's fantastic uh it's got the weather alerts um full you know i think it's got a seven color lcd display on it um you know it'll tell you things like the you know the channel you're on but it also mentions the frequency which is nice you know on those others it just tells you okay which you know cv channels are standard you know if everybody put them on you know nine is your emergency channel um, uh, breaker breaker one nine nineteen is your you know channel that everybody uses just about, but it also mentions the you know the displays your frequency on there. Um, you know, if you're on channel 40, it's going to say 27.4050 um, on there. Um, that's like a lot of these mobiles, and so it's
0: really it really has a lot of features, right. of the, the mobile CBs, right? Just packed in this little
2: little case, right? Um it's got your scan on there it's got your roger beep it's got a uh, rick's favorite feature it's got a flashlight on there
0: um
2: (laughs) it uses uh, one thing i thought was pretty interesting it's got dual watch if you want to monitor two separate channels you can't is pretty cool dual dual watch is usually you see that a lot on on amateur radios or really high-end business radios
0: not on a cv Um,
2: yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't think of a CB that I've seen that on. Um, you know, maybe on a, a more sophisticated, uh, CB radio, some of the newer ones that have digital displays and things like that. But, um, I was pretty stoked to hear about this, this handheld here. So, um, you know, it's got your, um, I believe it comes with two antenna adapters, so it's a, a TNC, and then it's got an SO two thirty nine, which is great because you could do, you know, if you're in the car, throw a throw a Wilson out there, you know, yeah. throw yeah.
1: a you can uh, adapt it to an external right. antenna. Oh, cool. yeah. it's great. Right,
2: it's um, cool. so I, I'm pretty uh, I'm pretty stoked about this radio. I think well, it's to we even- do well.
1: We don't even have these in yet, and I can already tell you it's our best handheld CB radio, no doubt about it. Yeah. I've, I've never used one, but it it's, it's uh, looks fantastic. Right, now, right. Looking at this lithium ion battery
0: pack again, this is an eighteen hundred milliamp battery pack, so it's it, it's going to have some it, it's it's going to have some power to it, uh, some longevity. And of course, we're talking about a four watt max radio because that's the maximum legal power you can have on CB. So um, I think that right there, I think that's going to be ample power for that radio, but it also has an eco mode feature in it too. So, which is kind of a battery saver feature, which I think is very interesting. So you can get a lot of life out of
2: this radio. Where I think this radio is going to do well is I've talked to, and we talked to all types of people and Someone that I I've I've talked to numerous times this this particular application is um like a like trucking companies Mm -hmm. they want um they need something where you know most semis are going to have a cb in there of some sort there are you know I've had people call and go well is this 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 unit or this cobra the only handheld cb because I've got people on the dock. That want to be able to talk to the incoming trucks. And their only solution to it is is either hook a CB up to a, you know, a mobile unit up to a power supply and have that as a base station or a handheld. Who wants to carry around? You're moving around on a dock. I don't want to carry around that big bulky radio. Um, So this is perfect for something like that. Uh, This is absolutely perfect for um, somebody that needs to, talk to incoming trucks and not have to carry around that giant, giant radio. And they, at the end of the day, they stick it on a charger, not, oh, my, my nine double A's died in between my shift here or during my shift, guess I'm going to run to Walmart or CVS and buy, or say, I mean, at that point you need to go to Sam's and buy them in bulk, bulk <laughs> double A batteries. <laughs> This is, this is 1800 milliamps. That's equivalent to, I mean, we've got business radios, five watt business radios that, you know, they come with a a standard or high capacity option. Standard is typically like 1320 milliamps. This is 1800. Mm -hmm. This is definitely going to get you through, um, a day, a a shift. So I, I'm excited about this radio. I think it's, I think it's going to do really well. I know we've had, um, great response so far from the other president products. I mean, they're catchy names. I like that about them. You know, it's the president's the, the company and they always name them after, um, you know, a president, uh, you know, was the, there the first a president
1: ab- Randy who's president
2: Randy? Um, I don't know, but
0: I can tell you that this radio isn't Randy. I mean <laughs> when you think when I think Randy, I think oh, something's kind of not you know it's kind of like <laughs> this is definitely not a Randy radio although it's called a Randy um. Uh, I, maybe they should change the name
1: <laughs> yeah I think of something else I yeah I Randy. think of
0: something else I think of Randy but this thing this thing comes packed with a lot of stuff you got the radio, the antenna uh, that adapter you were talking about Anthony uh, a hanger for this thing, a belt clip, a wrist strap, power supply charger, the battery pack, DC vehicle adapter so you can you can power it in a vehicle uh, a fuse. Uh, and the user manager What does this thing cost? What's what's the uh, cost
2: on this? A hundred and thirty nine dollars. Wow, that's not a bad deal for all that. No, I mean, I think the unit in comes
1: in right at about a hundred and ten bucks. Um, I think there's a unit in handheld for thirty nine bucks, isn't there? Uh,
0: yeah, but it's nothing like this.
1: Oh no! It's nothing like this. That's that's what I was saying. Yeah, there's a, the the unit in Pro Four Hundred One HH is Thirty Nine Ninety Nine. Right. Yeah, forty that's bucks on one that, that, that one. That's right. the one that's the size of a brick and uh, takes a a lot of AA batteries. And then uh, there's a Cobra HH Fifty that's uh, yeah, ninety. Road trip to yeah, the road, road trip. trip. Right. And so if you road go trip. road trip,
2: or if you go with the road trip, the road trip's one hundred and ten bucks. I mean, I think. Size wise, and I think for what you're going to spend on batteries, in the you know during usage, it's it's no brainer. That I mean, it's it looks cool, you know. You're looking at the 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 unit in 401, just has just a plain Jane like dot matrix screen on it. You know, it's very old school. Um, and it's got two little dots on the side for when you're transmitting it. It lights up red. Cool. <laughs> it's got, uh, something else for probably receiving or, or something else. But, um, you know, I think, again, I think going back to our previous conversation about eight Oh five versus nine Oh five, I think it comes down to like a serious CB or the you know, CB is yeah. making a huge comeback. Um, and we're seeing it with, you know, like on GMRS side, we're seeing it with a lot of people doing off road. It's not just truckers anymore. It's 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 around town communication, and 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 we're seeing it with um, the off roaders and things like that as well. You know, if you don't want to throw in a big bulky CB radio and, and whatnot, this is you're you're good on the fly on this with this thing, um, especially okay.
1: off roading. I think the rechargeable battery is is huge. I mean, the, the how how much if you have to keep putting AA batteries in this if you use it frequently? How how much do nine AA batteries cost? That's not insignificant, you know. You're, you're probably mm-hmm. looking at six or seven bucks for a, a recharge on the the batteries. Right. And how often yeah. are you going to need to do that? Right. if you
0: go to Sam's or something and get the pack of forty eight AA's, as you're going to go through them pretty quick. It's not going to be cheap. But, you know, I think the whole issue really comes down to that uh, CB radios, handheld CB radios, have really not changed that much since the 90s overall. I mean, it's really stagnating as far as as the handheld ones. Now, they've upgraded the, you know, the mobile radios quite a bit. But but the handheld ones have really not seen any sort of a facelift since… Yeah, since about the nineties or, or or early two thousands. And here comes the the President Randy, and it's it I think this is a, a complete 180. I think this is really bringing the handheld C B up to the present present age.
1: I agree. I still want to know who who President Randy
0: was. <laughs> um we do have a couple of questions, comments and questions from our blog and forum at two dot com. I'm gonna go through these real quick. Uh, I can find them. Here we go. Uh, one, The first one comes from uh, Max C78. He says, I recently purchased a new F-150, and I live right on the ocean. I was wondering if I purchase a UHF slash VHF radio to put in my truck, would I be able to listen to the marine radio chatter? On marine VHF radios, the frequencies are listed by number, not by megahertz. The USCG has each of the frequencies listed. Uh, on the marine channels and on a list, he 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 added the list. He says, "So my question is: for example, if I tune into 156.800 on a traditional VHF radio, will I hear the corresponding Channel 16 radio traffic when in range?" Uh, and that's from Max. That's very simple. Um, short answer is yes. If you have a radio that'll pick up the VHF marine frequencies and you um you uh, want to hear a specific frequency and it's it's within range on that radio or it's in it's within the frequency range on that radio uh you just type in the frequency if you know what that frequency is popping in you should be able to hear it just don't transmit on it uh that would not be a good thing don't transmit on that frequency Uh, but you can listen to it and it should be just fine that's right any any yeah any other comment on that
1: no, I think you're right. right. I mean, it's, it's those marine radios are FM analog, same as most uh, handheld radios that you get. It's uh, you no, know, it's uh, I believe it's illegal to transmit on a marine frequency from land, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So, um, just listen only is absolutely fine, though.
0: Well, we have a couple of comments regarding the GMRS fees. This one's from Ken says, glad to see the GMRS fee dropping, but it is sad to see how the government wants to further tax ham radio operators who volunteer so much of their time and money already towards the community safety. That's uh, from Ken. And uh, Eric says, I worked hard, like many, to earn my amateur license, and after 30 years in ham radio on 20 as an extra class, I have no choice but to pay the fee as my license comes due in September 2021. Since I have a vanity call, I figured I would have to pay something But $35? It was $13 when I last renewed. And yes, I am retired and a senior citizen and still living to pay taxes. It is a disgrace. With the government slinging money left and right, I am glad it is not higher. I agree with the comment, let's call it $10 and even. As for the GMRS license, they are lowering the fee to try to get people to get a license. It has gotten out of control and is worse than Class D-CB used to be. I used to have a license for GMRS I have no need for one now, and no need for GMRS, so even a lower fee is not an enticement. Again, when MERS is still free, and that's from Eric. Any comment on those? That's uh,
1: well, a lot of strong opinions here. Uh, we we had a, a whole show on this uh, with my comments. Basically, I th- there's a law that the FCC is having to follow that says they have to charge a equivalent amount for all of these services to cover the infrastructure costs that they're on. And the FCC says that their hands are tied. They can't give like breaks to ham, but not to other places. They, they have to s- distribute the infrastructure cost evenly across all the licensed services. So that's, that's where this is coming from. I kind of understand this, but it's, it's uh, from the FCC's perspective. I kind of understand this. If you, if you have issues with it, it's a, congress thing not an fcc thing
0: mm-hmm. well i have one more comment here this is from tommy g uh, he's responding to the new kg905g and he just says daddy's getting a new radio <laughs> and that's from tommy g <laughs> i
1: like it <laughs> so some- <laughs> so yeah. somebody's excited sweet and to the point
0: <laughs> yeah all right, well, I guess that does it for our comments and questions in this episode. Send in your comments and questions for Danny, Anthony, or myself to show at buy2wayradios.com. If you want to know more about today's topic or about two-way radios in general, check out our forum discussion at 2wayradioforum.com. You can subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show directly from our website at 2wayradioshow.com or here on Apple Podcasts, Blueberry.com, com, whole bunch of places, including the new podcast index, uh, dot. O R G. Also, um, and I haven't really mentioned this before, but you know you can also subscribe to the Two-Way Radio Show podcast via email. If you go to um, our page for the show uh, at, at uh, TwoWayRadioShow.com and um, you click on the subscribe button there, you'll get the options for for subscriptions. If you click on the subscribe by email, all you need to do is put in your email address into the form and just your email address, and you will get the latest episode of the two way radio show podcast as soon as it is released it'll just automatically drop in your inbox and you'll get it that way you don't need to do anything else and and uh, trust me this is a different thing for the for the um, email addresses that's uh, just solely for subscribing to the show no salesman will call uh, that's pretty much it But easy easy way to do um. Also, there's one other thing. Don't forget to uh, use the promo code SHOW. Darn it, you, you beat out. me to it. It, it. I was gonna yeah, I was for you to
2: shut up so I can say it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if you want to get a 905G or an 805G or whatever else you want to get, um it doesn't have to be doesn't have to have a G at the end. But uh but if you get it from buy 2 wayradioscom dot com and enter promo code Show at checkout, you can save five percent off
1: that. So, you know, that's for you.
0: All right, uh before we go any Any other final comment on this show? Uh,
1: I guess we should mention that the Kenwood and Motorola rebates on their commercial radios are ending at the end of March. So if you've been uh, thinking about buying a Kenwood or a Motorola business radio, you've got a few more weeks to uh, get in before these rebate deals expire. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, well, today's show is sponsored by BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Whether you're searching for two-way radios for general consumer or business use, Buy2way Radios can help you find the best solution for your needs. And remember, enter the promo code SHOW at checkout and save an additional 5% off your order. Give us a call at 1-800-584-1445 or enter our live chat at BuyTwoWayRadios.com. Well, everyone, thanks for listening. And until next time, for the Two-Way Radio Show, I'm
2: Rick Cebolla.
1: I'm Danny Feemster. And I'm Anthony
2: Roque. And we're out.